These are your morning announcements. The Retro Club will be meeting today to discuss Clue. And I have a note here that we have an exciting new club being added to our roster. There will be a sign-up sheet in the main office for the Game Club. Their slogan, Chess We Can. Hello, and welcome to the Retro Club. We're your hosts, Megan. And John. Oh, oh. We're back. (laughs) What's going on this week? Super tired. Mm -hmm. My mental health is suffering. (laughs) Oh, goodness. We just smile and go about our day. No, (laughs) true story, man. That's been like a really awful start to the week. It was dumb. Oh, yeah. You've had a rough go of things. I have. I have. You know, I try. I work really hard. No, I've just had a very um, <laughs> stressful week at work. It's fine. And yeah. I like how it, the week just started, but it's cool. I mean, it's it's early. All right. You so, always have time for a comeback. Um, I can't believe there's been another power outage in our freaking town. That's what I was about to say. One thing that happened to us in at least Terre Haute, it wasn't like the Midwest this time which i found out what the problem was but yeah we had a big old power outage in Terre Haute again why the ptsd i had mm-hmm. when i got that notification that our power was out i said oh lord because if you all remember a couple months ago we had that derecho and lost power for four days over 100 hours we were without power in our awful. house in our house i had a friend who didn't have power for literal weeks it was insane. They were like living in a hotel. They, oh, no, that does suck. But it was, that was an awful thing to go through because it was so hot. That too. Like, yeah, it was dead. It was what? June, end of June or July or something. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah, our power went out again and I found out it was because of a, a faulty or a melted wire on the north end of town. Mm-hmm. What? And that affected all... I don't know. The grid here is stupid because the people who lost power and still had power made zero sense. I don't know because people like way over on this... Past the south side of where we live have power outages. Like naming these places don't matter because these people don't really know what we're talking about. So No, but I mean in our town of 60,000, there were like four or 5,000 people without power. Yeah. It's pretty intense. Uh, so that sucked. So I have like a weird segue question for you. If you see in the notes there, <laughs> because I'm on the TikToks, right? We uh-huh. are we are on the TikToks, which you need to get posting videos. I posted one. Once I can free up that time, I will be all over it. If you check out our TikTok Retro Club Pod, it's the same everywhere. I post a video ranking of horror movie characters who i would survive i think i did a pretty good job i think i (laughs) was honest in my answers were you really honest though yeah i felt confident in my answers that you'd survive at the end not survive those characters okay yeah i feel like i from like the very bottom would be I, Who's one, one of the people? I could stomp them 100% and then number one was like, not a chance in hell. <laughs> You're not surviving. Give me one of the people on there real quick. 
Okay, so like, I don't want to give any spoilers, but there was, um, it's a three minute video. Why am I getting upset? I just upset? need one person. Megan, the AI, the new character. The robot? M- Megan was on there. Yeah. And they put some characters on there that I, in that, um, the uh, filter that I do not believe should be there just because they have something to do with horror doesn't make them a, like a horror villain. Yeah, that's stupid. Elvira was on that list. I said, Elvira. Do I want to survive? That's what I, that's what I said. I was like, if I was making a different list, (laughs) but like Megan, the AI. Yeah. uh, Um, I gotta believe you wouldn't survive it. She's got too much touch with technology, right? I think I put her somewhere in the middle. I was just like, I don't know, man. I feel like I could take her. <laughs> Them robots, yo. Mm-hmm. I do work in semi-IT work, so I think maybe I can... <laughs> what, reprogrammer? Yeah, something, I don't know. Anyway, that brings me to my next point of, on TikTok, for some reason, I've come across this weird phenomenon. This girl posted a video, and she's like, that one English high school teacher you had that flirted with all the student athletes... And it brought like a lot of trauma out of people that they're like, oh my God, that was my Spanish teacher. That, that was, was like my... the choir teachers at See? my school. Everyone has that teacher. So you had a weird, te- like a teacher that was just uncomfortably flirty with certain students or a certain type of student. Uh, I don't know what the standards are of what I can talk about. <laughs> we just won't say names. I had a teacher straight up get taken out in handcuffs at my school. I we, told you this. <laughs> we had back to back teachers that had the same spot get removed. For having relations with students. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Were they female or male? Female. See, mine was a male teacher. The male ones didn't come to my high school till like after I left. You know, I saw in it, it took me down this rabbit hole. There was another, a girl who responded to that video and she said that it was like a known thing that this, she was like a biology teacher, science teacher, something, mm-hmm. uh, was like sleeping with some of the students. And this was just like a a thing she did. She was in her mid twenties. She was a newer teacher and, and it was a high school uh, science class, but there was a, it was a known thing. The thing is that the students were in the know. So how the teachers and superintendents and stuff didn't get involved is beyond me, but they had a code. The guys who slept with the teacher at the end of their, high school career Mm -hmm. if you slept with the teacher you're they didn't give the teacher's name just because they don't want that heat but they said that for their senior quote in the high school they would put her name or use that phrase with her name in it Mm -hmm. as signaling that they slept with that teacher as their high as their senior quote in this yearbook so you had all these boys with the same quote because she was sleeping with all these students wow how disgusting, dude. Oh, that's... It's insane. Like, I feel like there's a resurgence of this. For some reason, I feel like there was a lot of stories coming out in the news that's like inappropriate student-teacher relationships. Yeah, those have been rampant for a bit now. Or maybe they're so common now that we don't see them all. <laughs> like, it's just I just think anymore, like, you see all these things on the internet, so... People are kind of like whitewashed into not caring about certain things anymore. We've become so levels. desensitized. Yes. Well, let's take us back to a simpler time. A better time. The 50s. 
No, 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 no. This was in the 80s. <laughs> well, it's set in the 50s. Yes. When men were men. And <laughs> and, gal- and girls women, were gals. Women were gals. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cannot finish that quote because it is absolutely horrible. <laughs> if they didn't bring you a drink, you'd sock them right in the eye. Oh, my God. No, for real. This week. <laughs> we'll get into it. This week, we are covering Clue. Clue. <laughs> I can't. I don't remember what year it came out. Nineteen eighty-five. Five, the best year ever. Nineteen eighty-five. Good. December thirteenth, nineteen eighty-five. We're riding this nineteen eighty-five wave for some reason. It's best year for movies. I think I've already said this multiple times. This was coming up to the end of nineteen eighty-five. So let's see if it was still good. <laughs> okay. Well, it came out December thirteenth, nineteen eighty-five. Like mm-hmm. I said. Yes. So barely a week. Of, well, oh, just over a week before Christmas. Yeah. Which is crazy because movies during the Christmas time weren't really a thing. Yeah, now it's like a tradition for some fan, or it was yeah. before COVID, where th- movies would release on December twenty fifth. Why let I those people hang out with their family and friends? Like God, they have <laughs> lives too. Wow. So in how many it mo- it opened in a thousand and six theaters? Mm-hmm. Actually, I was I would expect it. No, they didn't have no like major cast to it. Like, there's no one that had big name value in that yet. Like um, Christopher Lloyd's wasn't coming yet. I knew you might might have went there, but... No, but there were comedians. I mean, Eileen Brennan, Tim Curry, just a lot of people in the comedy world. Like, um, Michael McKean. Yeah, he was in This Is Spinal Tap. Tim that Curry came out before this. But Tim Curry, I, you know, he wasn't really, like, a big name yet. Like, that all came later in his career. Because Rocky Horror Picture Show was an outlawed movie. He already had other movies under his belt, though, when this came out. Like, he did Legend. Yeah. But see, I don't remember that movie really being, like, a big movie growing up. I remember that being a movie, like, oh, I found this later. Because it also has Tom Cruise in it. And that's, like, a forgotten Tom Cruise movie, you know? I thought you meant in Clue. I was like, where? No. <laughs> There's like 10 people in this movie and he is not one of them. No. But this is one of those movies that's just like, it came out right. I think it's one of those movies that also helped cash in off of uh, Back to the Future. Uh, because of Christopher Lloyd? Or- well, yeah. Like Teen Wolf cashed in because of Back to the Future. So this movie definitely did that. I mean, because they used a character from it? Is that what mm-hmm. you're saying? I guess he wasn't, I I can't even say there's a main character in this. Well, I would say there's one main character and then. Yeah, probably Tim Curry. Yeah. Anyway. Um, then it's, wow, it really the is rest just like all are, side characters. Yeah, they're all kind of on the same playing field, like the same level, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, let's look at the top 10 for the theaters. Number one, Rocky Four. One of the most patriotic movies ever made. <laughs> is Probably, that your... It's not my favorite. Okay. <laughs> Rocky II is my favorite movie. Okay. Out of the Rocky movies. Jewel of the Nile. See, I know people that really love this movie and really hate this movie. Uh, so this is like one of those movies that's really divided when you talk to people about it. I have not seen it. I know it has, I think, Michael <laughs> Douglas in it. I'll be totally honest with you. This top 10, because I can see the notes. I... This, this, the end of 1985, it really like sputtered out. (laughs) 
<laughs> I feel like well, there's not the, a lot. You of had to get ones. ready for all these Christmas movies. Because, you know, they sooner or later, they got to put Snow White back in theaters again, too. Because they did that for a long time. Oh, Lord. I don't understand why that's a Christmas movie. I don't either. So I think we've talked Snow about White, this. Snow White, maybe? I don't know. It's like, Snow? Yeah, her name's Snow White. Stupid. Okay, go Spies on. Spies Like Us. That's actually a pretty good movie. It's funny. It's got Dan Aykroyd in it from... <sighs> Ghostbusters. Uh, Great Outdoors. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, Chevy Chase, trouble. too. <laughs> they, <laughs> were in a, but, they were in a movie together. Nothing but trouble. Oh, I was going to say Caddyshack, too. Oh, shut up. Dan Aykroyd's in Caddyshack, too? Yeah. He's like the military guy that hits uh, golf balls that blow up. I can't, Okay, it's, I kind of remember that. awful. Awful movie. Great <laughs> soundtrack, though. All right, Kenny number four. White. White Knights? Don't know it. Oh, I you're just white. White <laughs> Knights. <laughs> number five, Santa Claus. That could be any movie, literally. I, I so know. I don't know what the hell that is. 1985, Santa Claus. Duh. Clue opened at number six. Yeah, so, and it's that's okay. not, I think it didn't. For, even for the end of the year, that's bad. <laughs> it should have been higher than that. Young Sherlock Holmes. Eh. Movies hit or miss. <laughs> he says Sherlock Holmes. Holmes. <laughs> yeah, Holmes. How do you say it? Holmes. There's I said Holmes. Home. You said Holmes. Like Holmes. No, no, I said like, like Homeboy. Not homeboy. Oh my God. Home. <laughs> One Magic Christmas. Never heard of it. No. King Solomon's Mines. I told you. Oh my gosh. Oh, out, and then look at number 10, Back to the Future. And it's 24 week in theaters. Yeah, that's what, Back to the Future, that's probably the only time it saw number 10 spot is because it had been out for a long time a year at that point still in theaters movies don't do that anymore man if it stayed 26 weeks that's exactly six months Mm-hmm. yeah there was one movie in that list Jeez. i saw uh it was like 40 some weeks in the almost a was year was it gremlins in, it may have been because gremlins had this incredible run that people seem to forget about but and the, gremlins is also one of those movies that got uh like they had to take it out of theaters because it uh, was interrupting all these other new movies that were coming out. Mm-hmm. But then they had to re-release it another year later. Just, movies don't do that anymore. If a movie is in theater for a month, you can consider that a win at this point. Like yeah. I feel like movies well, just aren't out like that anymore. You have people that ruin that for people. Mm-hmm. You have people that do all the spoiler stuff. Yeah. Uh, you have people that record the movie during the the viewing now. Oh, yeah, you can get copies of the movie the day it release. <laughs> yeah, it's just awful. All right. How about a synopsis? Let's. Six blackmail victims are invited to an isolated mansion by a man who knows a dark secret from each of their paths. On arrival, each is given a pseudonym drawn from Cludio. Cluto. Huh? Cluto. Oh, I definitely read that wrong. Okay. Yeah, Pluto. Pluto. Yeah, I was thinking of Pluto from Disney. Oh. The dog that also happens to be Goofy's friend. Mm-hmm. So dog and dog. Yeah. That's really, that's backwards. That's A dog owning a dog. Yeah. Mm. But it doesn't work in any, any, <laughs> any frame of reference. Even though he can yuck. Moving on. <laughs> Cluedo, before being introduced to the blackmailer, 
Each is handed a weapon, at which point the lights are switched off and the blackmailer is killed. Can the guests uncover the murderer before they all become victims? Oh. So even though this it, you know what? This movie John, has an awesome I will, set. I will retract last week's statement because I said, I, I will admit my fault. I said you couldn't have a horror movie be PG. I said I don't know how you could do it. I know. I understand this isn't a horror genre necessarily, but there are horror a lot elements. of dead bodies and it is rated PG. Yeah. And it's categorized as a mystery crime. So all I'm going to um, say is, you know, when I say something can happen, it usually does. Uh, as a running time of an hour and 37 minutes. Yes. yes, that's that runtime was going to be great. much, much longer, and I will get into that in the trivia. <laughs> when you say much, much longer, are you talking much, much longer? Much, much longer. Like Gone with the Wind, much, much longer? How long was Gone with the Wind? Forever. <laughs> okay, no, I don't <laughs> Titanic? know. Titanic? Over two hours. Okay, that ain't bad. It probably would have been on two tapes, two VHS. Oh. <laughs> My heart can't take that. Like I was thinking, <laughs> thinking you're gonna talk about that shitty show your mom watched with Patrick Swayze. What was it called? Song of the South or something? Oh my god, I don't know. <laughs> it's like Patrick Swayze, and he's like a he's like a soldier for the North or something. <sighs> Let's get back to the movie. Please. Yeah, I took a shot at your mom. I keep trying to find reasons to take shots at your mom, like every episode. I know. I don't care that her dolphin scored seventy points. How about that? That game, though. Sorry, I know I just blew in the mic, but that game, Jesus. Scored more, uh, as many points as like the 80s, 80s Celtics did. <laughs> There's no need just 70 for points a in football a... team to score 70 points. I know, and it not be college. <laughs> Jesus Christ, is there a mercy rule? <laughs> no, you just quit, I guess. Yeah, they did. You they know did. what the weird thing is? Mm-hmm. Denver still scored 20 points. That was almost a hundred point game total. That's uh-huh. insane. Well, that's not where I was going with that. I'm like, 20 points usually will win you a football game if you're good on defense. <laughs> <laughs> but when you can't make up for the other 50 the other team scored. 50. <laughs> 50. <laughs> yeah. God Those other damn. seven touchdowns they got, you got problems. Every time the ball was in their hands, they just do, 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 ran it down. I, something. All right, back to the movie. What was the budget? How about that? Oh, the budget was $15 million. Mm-hmm. Not $15. It was $15 million. $15 million, Okay. Mm-hmm. Box <laughs> office? Man, it did. It was piss at the box office. <laughs> you, put the, you put the point on it, 14.6, that so you could say it was close to 15, didn't you? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Surprise, guys. I wrote John's notes again. He likes to let you know these things and make it very obvious. It's just more surprising that way for some of these. <laughs> I do it for you too. Don't just act like I do it. Oh my god! Yes, fourteen point six. It was. It was a wash. <laughs> I would have bet my life that it was a wash too. But it became a cult classic. The thing is, it it it, it had a resurgence. It did. Okay, but we can say that about literally any movie. We could say that about Casper. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like freaking. Well, give me a give me a movie that we've covered. Not one that's well known that already has a cult following. Nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble. Somebody <laughs> likes it. Nobody likes it. <laughs> Man. Okay. But yeah, it's fourteen point six million dollars. It lost money. 
Yes, John, it did. That's actually really disappointing because if you really go by the box office, it really didn't go up against anything but Rocky IV. Like Back to the Future was on its way down. Mm-hmm. I still love this movie. And obviously I didn't see it when it came out in theaters. So. Obviously. <laughs> but I love it. It's a good movie. It's really good. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Directed by Jonathan Lynn. Who also Oh, directed. my cousin Vinny's Jonathan Lynn? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I see you put that there. Yes, John. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and produced- My Cousin Vinny's a good movie, though. That's a that's a movie where people won Oscars. What nobody winning Oscars for Clue. Oh, my God. And Clue's a good movie. And who was it produced by? My girl, Deborah Hill. Mm-hmm. She's probably the best at putting together ensemble casts. Mm-hmm. She gets no credit for that. She's probably the... I'd say she's the best producer of all time. Yeah. I'll go ahead and say it. That's um, from Halloween, by the way. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's... Remember how surprised <laughs> you were when I told her she helped with Valley Girl? She put that cast together? Oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Deborah Hill from Halloween. This is the John Carpenter's right hand. Mm-hmm. They dated. She helped him write Halloween. She came up with the characters. And John Carpenter brought those to life. I've what's what's the thing I always say? What I don't know. What do you always say? What? And every great man is a better woman. Yes. Everyone says that. That's like a not that's true. a phrase. That's a not thing. Not true. Not true. Not as much as me. Oh. Not as much as dad. Oh yuck. Oh sorry, daddy. <laughs> no, ew. Stop. <laughs> Oh my God, what about the cast? Let's get into some casting. We haven't even oh, started so talking about the movie yet. I really like that you actually put the movies that they were in before or before Clue. Mm-hmm. Not any of the movies they were in after Clue. Even though I, we're still going to have to throw in some movies that yeah. were in after. Tim Curry, who's Wadsworth. He was in Rocky Horror, obviously. I forget that he was in Annie. I never forget. And Annie's a Annie. great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Legend. Mm-hmm. Out of those, for the United States, because Rocky Horror was... It was a banned movie in a lot of places. Like if you went to like uh, movie houses and stuff like that and they had like a special showing for like Halloween or something, then you would view that movie. So it'd really just be Annie that he would have been known for. I've never seen Rocky Horror. I know. I'm even a theater kid and I've never seen it. I'm, I'm a big fan. That movie came out. I remember when it debuted for the United States on TV. It was on Comedy Central. Mm hmm. And they showed it like seven days straight. (laughs) <laughs> it's a good movie uh madeline Kahn, miss white she was in blazing saddles i know this woman well because she talks like this oh my god <laughs> tired jeez <laughs> i love blazing saddles that movie cannot be remade <laughs> i've Not never in a seen million it. years can blazing saddles be remade i've never seen it in its entirety Woo, you <laughs> Probably don't want to yeah. watch it. Young Frankenstein's also a really good, good, good film. Paper Moon, I think I've seen that once. I'd heard of it, but n- mm-hmm. not seen it. Leslie Ann Warren, Miss Scarlet. Mm-hmm. She was in Victor Victoria. Never even heard of that. It's a musical, or it's a product theater production. 1965 Cinderella. Mm-hmm. Oh, like a mate, like a live action. Uh, yeah, it was called Cinderella. Came out in 1965. Got it, Megan. <laughs> Choose me, calling. Oh, no, that's choose it. me. <laughs> the, I haven't uh, heard of any of those movies. Ah, she didn't get a lot of work <laughs> before. Apparently, us. Colleen Camp. 
She played a sex vet. kitten. Yep, Yvette. Mm-hmm. She was in Dallas. Tales from the Crypt. I said this. Yeah, which Tales this, of the that, Crypt did come out after this, but Colleen didn't yeah. do like a ton. So no, she's she was really pretty in this. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what happened. Like she really fell off. I think she has like a bout with um, like mental health like mm-hmm. issues because she posts stuff because. For some reason, I follow her on X or Twitter or whatever it is now. X makes it sound dirty. I really wish she wouldn't have called it that. I know. X going to give it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Eileen Brennan, Miss Peacock, Private Benjamin. Hey, Private Benjamin ain't in a bad movie. That's got uh, Goldie Hawn in it. Okay. Yeah, that's who I thought was on the Mm -hmm. cover. Okay. Murder by Death. Mm -hmm. Eh, It's okay. Jeepers Creepers. That's after Clue. Again, yes. But good to note. Okay. <laughs> oh, she's the woman in the uh, in the house with all the cats. Uh, I haven't seen Jeepers Creepers in a while. It's a good one. It's still good. Christopher Lloyd, Professor mm-hmm. Plum. We knew who this dude is. Mm-hmm. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Star Trek Three, Going South. Taxi. His big claim to fame would have been Taxi, I think, during that time. Okay, then write your notes and you, you can include it. Cause I remembered for you. I just grabbed a couple of movies. Well, and the reason why I wanted to list movies bef- the they were in before uh-huh. Clue is because like we know Christopher Lloyd. We know what he's been in after Clue. So I've watched Cheers a bunch and totally forgot he was ever in an episode of that. And he's oh. in one of the funnier episodes. He hmm. plays the artist that sleeps with all the uh, people he paints. Oh, I, yeah, I kind of remember that, yeah. He was really <clears throat> funny as that. Michael McKean, Mr. Green. Mm-hmm. This is Spinal Tap. Yep, see? Love that movie. Yeah. Oh, he was in Laverne and Shirley. Great show. <laughs> Can't say enough good things about Laverne and Shirley. That's an all-timer. Martin Mull. Yeah. Uh, Colonel Mustard. Mr. Mom. He is. He's the uh, he's the ma, the wife's uh, boss. <laughs> Yeah, and my bodyguard. I'm not a big fan of my bodyguard. That's more of a movie your mom and dad like. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I've not seen it. I've seen it. I only need to see it once. See, it's so much better when I don't take the notes. Okay, and then the last character, please. Can we get Leaving this? Mr. Body. Yep. Front man of the band Fear. Yes, he is the front man of a band named Fear. Okay. Um, that's what his biggest known thing is. And then I've never, that, I don't even know if I've ever heard of fear. I don't know. He is also in the movie Flashdance. Oh, okay. So, yes, that's <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's pretty much the entire cast. I didn't list the cook. I didn't list uh, the policeman. I did. Yes, I'll get to her. I will. From the Go-Go's. Yeah, well, that was the trivia, but that's it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> She's the singing telegram lady. She's from the Go-Go's. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't list the cook or the policeman or the the driver. You know what else Jane Weedlin was in? Mm-hmm. Bill and Ted. She was uh, Joan of Arc. Oh. Mm-hmm. Love that chick. Right. Oh, she was a hex girl in Scooby-Doo, uh, the vampire one. Oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, let's get into some scenes. Holy okay. cow, this took way too long. Scenes. So I'm going to go first. Mm-hmm. And 
okay first of all i love this movie so much um i don't know why it's just stuck with me since the first time i saw it forever ago and so it's so hard for me to pick certain scenes or to break up scenes but i think the first one i'm gonna go with is just them arriving because you find out that they're all using pseudonyms that they've been told to Mm -hmm. address themselves by a different name and what they're supposed to be addressed by and it's all this secrecy and stuff and just it it's also funny because when Wadsworth first gets there, he's got the German shepherds on the porch mm-hmm. that he has to throw stakes to <laughs> so they don't attack <laughs> people. But he steps in dog poop. So every person that shows up, they like sniff around and they're like, what is that smell? <laughs> <laughs> and so they're all checking their shoes. But And I also like that when you first are introduced to the characters, they aren't necessarily like the the board game character, what you see. Mm-hmm. Cause I know like Miss Peacock is white haired wearing all blue, but in this she's wearing they made like her, orange. I guess. And she had a lot of feathers and stuff. Like mm-hmm. they did what they could with the characters. I think they're spot on. And like Miss Scarlet's in an emerald green dress mm-hmm. instead of red and so on. So I like that they didn't necessarily look like the game board character, but they still, they uh, still embodied the character, but yeah, just getting introduced to everybody, even a vet, the maid. So and there's characters that aren't in the, the board game, the maid, the cook mm-hmm. and so on, but Mr. Body. Yeah. Mr. Body, which I don't know. He could, I think he's just implied in the game because you know, there oh, has sense, been yeah. a murder. There's a body and you have to figure out who did it. So he is, he is just the, uh, manifestation of the dead body from the game (laughs) i also went with the arrivals okay yeah uh i think you really touched on a lot of it oh sorry yeah it's just you get i like meeting all the characters and getting a little bit of their backstory well in the showing even though it's fake you do get to see some of them driving there Mm -hmm. it's i think the Really cool one was the one that's just like up on a dirt mound. And then you have Christopher Lloyd, who's definitely a pervert. When you see all these cars where they're just driving through. Because he helps Scarlet, isn't it? Didn't yeah. she pulled over on the side of the road? Mm-hmm. Okay. And the car on the mound, that was the the motorist. That's what they call him. The yeah. motorist. That's the guy later. Uh, yeah. Professor Plum's like a sex addict, I guess. I don't really know. I think that's just implied. <laughs> I always forget that he's Professor Plum more than anything else. Yeah. Like I like you look at Martin Mull and you're like, yeah, he's definitely going to be Colonel Mustard. He just has that Colonel Mustard look to him. And he had put on some weight. Oh, which yeah, sucks for him. <laughs> so, well, because if you think of him and Roseanne, well, no. Mm-hmm. So he had the weight on first and then lost it when he got in Roseanne. Oh, yeah, I guess because, yeah, he was a lot thinner in Roseanne. Yeah, that came out like five, ten years after the fact. Something like 85. that. 85. I think he showed up in it in like 90. So about five years. Hmm. Look at that. <laughs> what was your next scene? My next scene is, I can't, I just don't know how to break it up. I went ahead and said Mr. Body's body. So it's after um, the lights go out, the the killing happens, yes. And they're trying to figure out how Mr. Body died. Mm -hmm. And so they like, 
they said, well, I heard a gunshot, but they couldn't find a gunshot wound. And they're trying to figure out who killed him then. Cause they're like, well, we all had, we all had weapons. And then, um, <laughs> the scene, really it's the scene that where they say maybe he was poisoned cause he drank the cognac and then Miss Peacock starts screaming cause she's also drinking from the cognac. And, um, uh, What's his name? Michael McKean has to slap her. Well, he doesn't have to, but he chooses yeah, to slap, slap her. Really funny. <laughs> That's probably her. my favorite part of the movie is when she gets slapped. I had to stop her screaming. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my next scene. Is did just, you just do the glasses push? I did. You can't see that, but I did. Um, push your forehead. <laughs> I did uh, impersonation of Tim Curry doing impersonation of Mr. Green, who was actually. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, the one that slaps <laughs> is Inception. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's my next scene. It's just that whole the scuffle that happens after the lights come back on. <laughs> my next scene uh, was Jane Whedon as the I, the greeter. I don't know what she's what do singing you call them? Telegram. Singing telegram. Oh yeah, I am your singing telegram. Yeah, that's her shot. only line. Her only line in the movie. I, I, Still to this day, I think that's hilarious. She just shows up, does three seconds, and gets shot. Actually, her whole line is da 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 da. Yeah, I am your singing telegram. <laughs> shot, and then she just falls right over. They leave her out there for a little bit. I did well because the lights were out again, mm-hmm. so they all have to run to the door. <laughs> and of course, Professor Plum, she was one of my patients. <laughs> she was my love. Don't implicate yourself like that. You don't know her. Don't say that. <laughs> it's really weird how he just started like pointing all this weird stuff out. <laughs> yes, she was one of my students. Patients. Or patients. And they were romantically involved. He's trying to like psychoanalyze everybody. Mm-hmm. Probably he trying to most of the movie, yeah. throw off the scent of him oh. being the um, potential killer. Hmm? It is Clue. Maybe. <laughs> that's the point of the game and the movie about the game <laughs> my next scene is the dinner scene i <laughs> i almost put that on there <laughs> it's okay the way they eat man yes professor plum and miss white are having a competition to see who can be like the grossest yeah at- who can slurp their soup the fastest first of all the word slurp bleh, that's it just saying what do you want the me word to say is suck? Na- no that's what it is slurping but the word slurp if you th- i hate that i've said it like four times now it's almost like uh oh i don't know it's a nasty word to say oh yeah slurp yeah like yeah. slurpy gross yeah very slurpy <laughs> anyway so they're both sitting here just sucking down soup <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they're being annoying but then it's um they bring out the <laughs> The monkey's brain for them Which to I eat. thought right, like, right off the bat, because I always forget <laughs> that it's monkey's brains. It's, I thought I thought it was like biscuits and gravy. <laughs> <laughs> and Miss Peacock is mowing out. She's yeah. like, oh my, <laughs> tearing it this up. This is my favorite. But it's when they're all, it's very awkward. It's the first time they're all sitting together. They're still waiting on Mr. Body. But she, Miss Peacock, does like this really long monologue where she's trying to talk, have everyone introduce themselves mm-hmm. and professor plums like are you afraid of silence and she's like yes no why <laughs> <laughs> and 
And she, I don't. She is. She just can't stand the silence, so she has to be constantly talking. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, my next scene was just. I just put it as the slap. <laughs> I could watch Which that one? over and over. Both. I love when Tim Curry reenacts it. <laughs> it's. Oh my gosh! It's so funny. And <laughs> he slaps uh, Michael McKean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he just he op- he open mouth slapped him too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's probably the funniest part about that is when the way she sells it's hilarious because she buckles her legs and just falls into the chair oh my god <laughs> well yeah. and she doesn't even drop the glass she like throws yeah. the glass down <laughs> <laughs> I had to help her maybe it was poisoned <laughs> and that scream oh, I can't even do the scream that she does it's awful <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a bird. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's probably that. I, I I had a hard time wrestling, not putting that number one. The slap, just the slap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can watch that over and over. <laughs> <laughs> oh dang! <laughs> Look at that. You spiked that. <laughs> uh huh. Just reenacting the slap noise. That hurt. Don't do it again. I won't. <laughs> okay. I just I can feel you gearing up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I let I wanted to put this as my last scene, but I, I truly knew what my last scene was going to be. My fourth scene is when they receive their weapons. Oh, the boxes? Yeah, so Mr. Body, it's after dinner, and they're in the lounge or something. I can't remember. And he goes out and gets a suitcase to give them all their presents and they all get this box and it's the reveal of each it's just really cool because i grew up playing the video game on mm-hmm. sega genesis by the way yeah sega. Um, playing the board game it was a fun game to, just to play with like my siblings and my family and stuff so watching it on screen and seeing them reveal all the the weapons was cool and open all those boxes and when you think about it, man, that candlestick, because I always thought a candlestick was a dumb, dumb weapon. Like, even when you see it in the movie, you're like, man, that thing is heavy and sharp. Well, that's what helped me think that was seeing in the movie, because in the game, it, it looks so dainty and <laughs> not in the movie. That thing's thick. It looked heavy. Yeah. Remember, I was talking about the pipe. I brought the pipe up quite a bit when we were watching the movie. Oh, yeah. Well, and Mr. Body, when he tells him, you know, you're all being blackmailed and Wadsworth says that he won't let anyone out of the house except over his dead body. And he's like, which we're going to do now. And then shuts off. I don't know. The whole like (laughs) his uh, speech leading up to that point is interesting. I like the delivery of it. No, that's a great scene. I like that. Good. Good call. Thanks. Uh oh, the next thing was Tim Curry reenacting all those deaths. <laughs> Running up and down. He just halls. starts breaking into like this full monologue and then re- actually reenacting everything that they just went through. Mm-hmm. He does such a good job with it. I don't know how many times they had to shoot that because there's no way that's one take. Man, get ready cuz I will cover that in Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Cuz when he goes from room to room describing everything, then he's also acting out how they died and how they fell and stuff. That is a really fun scene. Like the cook? Mm-hmm. And then him slapping uh, <laughs> Mr. Green. Yes. <laughs> I had to bring a slap up again because it's so funny. And he screams oh. like Miss Peacock. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> my favorite my favorite part of that though is when he's in the freezer mm-hmm. and he reenacts the dead body and they still scream anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell one hundred percent that Miss Scarlet that scream mm-hmm. is a reused. Yes, that's definitely clip. recycled. It does. It doesn't look the same as the rest. Mm-hmm. Like it must have been an earlier shot that they just spliced in. It's so weird. Even as a kid watching that for the first time, I'm like, that is the exact same scream from the first one. Because if you notice, I don't think this is in my trivia, but I'll give it now. If you notice the first when it's actually the cook that falls out of the freezer, Miss mm-hmm. Scarlet's smoking. So when she screams, you see her holding the cigarette. Oh yeah, yeah, because her hands go up in the air. With so big ash. The second time around, whoa, there's motor- motorcycle. <laughs> the second time around, she's not smoking when Wadsworth is taking them through all the reenactments. So when Wadsworth falls out of the freezer acting like the cook, she has the cigarette in her hand again for the screen, but then it's gone when they go, when it cuts back. So mm. that's how you know it's spliced in also. Nice. Very nice. Keeping a watchful eye. <laughs> I don't know It's also why. really close up, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's more zoomed in than the first yeah. time. I think maybe they tried to cut the cigarette out and then realized they couldn't. So it's yeah, just so like... Yeah, so they just got a closer shot of her face. Yeah, as close as they could. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's a fun scene, man. Mm-hmm. So my fifth scene is... I can't help it. It's the final reveal. Um, and when I say the final reveal, I mean the final reveal because if you've watched this movie at all ever in your life you know that there are multiple endings to this movie but there are three different endings that happen and i'm talking about the one that actually happened it says on the screen it's like but this is what actually happened (laughs) i like when you find out that everybody did it and that including Wadsworth. Mm-hmm. He, he's getting away with it too. And he's the one you find out Wadsworth is actually Mr. Body and Wadsworth he's, was an alias. And he's been behind the whole thing the whole time. Mm-hmm. And he's going to continue to frame everybody. Yeah. He's just going to continue blackmailing them and taking them for all their worth. And, uh, yeah, that whole, when you find out everyone's in on it, they, you know, everyone's trying to point fingers and they've all killed somebody. <laughs> so this, Oh man, that is, um, it's a great reveal when Mr. Bo- or Mr. Body, Wadsworth reveals that he is Mr. Body mm-hmm. and then he starts going into what he knows about each one of them mm-hmm. and that Mr. Body was actually his butler and mm-hmm. we forgot about the Jehovah's Witness too. Oh, <laughs> that I part didn't was forget. the latest too. I just didn't cover that ending. That's the second ending that's the <laughs> second peacock. way it could have happened yeah wasn't it miss peacock mm-hmm. and the second one but uh, i i just i love the way that his character that wadsworth breaks it down and explains everything like how he he's like i i know who did it and i can tell you exactly how they did it and i love it yeah it was a great reveal that movie is put together very well you know what the hardest part for me is, like hmm. as far as putting the, our favorite scenes together, hmm. it was putting the scenes that were your favorite together. Yes, yeah. You know why? It's because this movie flows as one big unit. Yes, it feels I was, like one continuous shot. It doesn't feel like there's breaks in it. I was thinking that while I was trying to come up with my scenes, I'm like, well, where do I stop? Right. This scene, or it's hard to pick a 
a scene. It feels like one hour and a half long so scene. I, yeah. And you're just picking moments within the scene. So I had, yeah, I just picked clips that I really like. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, what I had to go with. Cause I was like, well, I don't know when this scene ends and then it begins. Yeah. It's <laughs> like kind of cool. Yeah. Cause then you have the parts where they're starting to go through the house and all that. And you're like, so is this one continuous scene? Yeah. Or what are we doing? Like the last half hour of the movie. Right. <laughs> yeah. And all my best stuff was right there. And I was like, oh, yeah. what am I supposed to pick from? <laughs> and I've got honorable mentions too. That trust the freaking me. Tossed into, Tim Curry when he tosses Mr. Green into the toilet, man. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Green just gets used and abused, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. All right. For my favorite, my favorite scene from the movie uh-huh. is the very last scene of the movie. It's okay. actually how the movie ends. Uh, from the time you, you meet these people, they give you these fake aliases mm-hmm. that they're trying to give to each other. But then you're, it gets revealed who they really are mm-hmm. at the end of the movie. And Mr. Green ends up being the true good guy. He was a undercover... FBI cop, agent. FBI agent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's been telling them that he is... Um, Gay. Gay. Yeah, we'll just go <laughs> gay. Just say, he says, I am a homosexual. <laughs> yes. And then after, at the end of the movie, he's been lying as well because he says, I'm going to go home and have sex with my wife. And that's how the movie ends. <laughs> and then it starts playing shake, rattle, and roll. Yeah. <laughs> 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 shake, rattle, and roll. No, that, that, that ending's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shoots tim curry then goes and has sex with his wife he says that to the other guy who uh the other agent he told him he's like if you want to know who killed mr body it was me in the hall with the revolver <laughs> <laughs> see that's paying true homage to the game mm-hmm. you had a final uh consequence with wadsworth being mr body so yep. he was that's how you tell a good story, man. Mm-hmm. It's a shame this movie didn't do better. I know. Whether you agree with it or not, what I saw is that people are saying it has gained a cult following. And I've met a few people who are also like really big fans of it. I've met a person who is a big fan of it. Yeah. I work with I know them at a couple Starbucks. people that like it. Um, but yeah, it's... I just... I love the whodunit of it. And I love that it's so over the top and comical mm-hmm. that it's not, even though I did it's like. It's definitely influenced movies too. You can tell that murder mystery aspect. That's is, exactly. Well, I was going to say the movie murder mystery with Adam Sandler and uh, Jennifer. Oh, Aniston. Yeah, yeah. I like that movie, but it's serious, you know, but it still has a funny aspect to it. Mm-hmm. This one is just complete silliness through the whole thing. Yeah. Like it's not like uh, the Orient Express where that movie's just a, uh, a whodunit but it's serious the whole time and i love true crime i listen to a lot of true crime podcasts i watch true crime shows um and this is a nice breather from it where it's Mm -hmm. still true crime i guess in the lightest aspect possible (laughs) and i don't know if i feel dull Uh, i feel really under the weather this weather has changed so much i feel like i'm nasally Mm-hmm. So if it sounds like that, I am so sorry. Our daughter's getting kind of sick too. I don't know. I think it's getting ready to sweep through our house. I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah. Ugh. Do you smell burnt popcorn or am I having a stroke? 
I don't know. I was going to not say anything just in case I had a stroke. No. But thank you for putting that out there. Okay, so we no, both I don't smell. Feel, no, I don't feel dumb at all. I was starting to get horried. I started smelling, and that's why I made this freaking comment to begin with. <laughs> I feel under the weather. Turns out I just stroked out during the podcast. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. I was trying to give my last rights to myself. <laughs> Oh, no, that's from uh, when we Moana. Yeah, that was it's not the, from short Moana, that the short that played. Yeah, that was really good. Mm-hmm. That was a really good short. So, some honorable mentions I have to throw out there are just itty bitty parts. Tossing to the toilet. You said the toilet part, but I was thinking of when uh, Colonel Mustard's trying to figure out how many shots were fired out of the gun, and the chandelier falls behind him. Oh, he's <laughs> like, I can't take any more scares. <laughs> I'm about has a heart attack. <laughs> that was really creepy, though. That felt really close to him. I don't know how they had to do that shot. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't know if that was genuine or not. I'm sure it was like sugar glass or something or whatever. Something. Or when they find the um, the secret passageways. Mm-hmm. When they have to split up. Oh, my God. I didn't even cover that. Because... Yeah. Mr. Green says he's a homosexual and every all the guys want to pair up with a vet. And Mr. Green's like, no thanks. And then ends up getting paired with her anyway. <laughs> and they have to go check the attic. And he's like... Like walking her up the stairs. That's so funny. <laughs> he tells her, you go ahead. And she's like, what if you're the killer? And he goes, that's what I'm afraid of with you. And <laughs> she says, well, you go first. And he goes, all right. And then just stands there. It's like the most awkward <laughs> 10 second silence of them just staring up at the attic. <laughs> um, Miss White and Wadsworth get paired together and he turns on the shower instead of the doorknob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some really good stuff that happens out of that. Like Scarlet gets lost looking through the uh, the blinds. Oh, in the billiard or not the ballroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Turns out the window was broke and it was a clue. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of good parts to them wandering the house, especially when we saw the part in, was it the, oh my goodness, the greenhouse. Oh. Where he falls through the door. Yeah. See, they grabbed a flashlight that just happened to be sitting there, but they didn't grab the sickle. You have protection I didn't even if you see the that. sickle. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did. Excuse me. <laughs> People were talking about all these weapons, and they locked the weapons up with that. That was the part I didn't understand because there were other things you could have used in the house or they had a kitchen. You could have got a, a Michael Myers knife. You could have, but they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and someone broke into the, the cabinet anyway and took the the uh, weapons out. Mm-hmm. That's how the movie played out. <laughs> Is that you doing the music? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and I always have to do the hand motion. I don't know why. <laughs> I guess a piano. I, I don't know. It's not even a piano playing. Uh-uh. <laughs> nah. <laughs> so we're getting some trivia? No. Oh. The end. See you next week. No, I'm kidding. Oh, of course I have trivia. <laughs> what? I love this movie. I have trivia for you. One of the first things I noticed, which as many times as I've seen this movie, I've never saw this before, but there's a part where Miss White is, she uh, smashes her glass on the fireplace and says, please, and makes everyone get be quiet. I noticed there was an inscription on the um, the fireplace that I'd never noticed before. Mm. And it's French, so beg my pardon that I'm going to butcher this. But it says, 
look, I already don't know what it says. It's Noveo Riche Oblige. Okay, Oblige. what does that mean? <laughs> it's French for, um, oh, poop, where did it go? It's French for people of nobility have an obligation. Oh. And it was just a funny thing because these people aren't very noble or whatever. Right. And it made more sense because in an earlier draft of the script, Mr. Body had a, a line that said, a rich acquaintance, noblesse obligé, eh? And <laughs> they cut that, so then it didn't really make a lot of sense. Anyway, that's, uh, I thought that was interesting. No, it is really cool. They left it in there anyway. Well, it was already inscribed onto right. the, the uh, what do you call that, the mantle, so. A lintel? <laughs> are you that's sure? That's over a door. <laughs> I know, are you sure? It doesn't have a lintel. <laughs> All right, so a Tim Curry door. Tim Curry has cited this as one of his favorite movies of his own. I could believe that. Which I'm glad. I'm sure he had a lot of fun doing that. There I were know how you wouldn't. Right. There were three endings shot, which we did mention this mm-hmm. earlier. All three are included on the video and the but the DVD uh, aside from the endings offers an option to play one at random so you don't know which ending you get. Oh, that's that's better. Which I did like that. And then in some cities, the newspaper print for the movie had ads indicating which version would be playing at each theater if mm. you wanted to see certain endings. Madeline Kahn, who plays Mrs. White, the the scene where she's explaining about her husband's affairs <laughs> and she's like, flames on the side of my face. That whole thing he- was uh, ad-libbed. Really? Yes. It's she just her seems babbling. like somebody that is just funny on a whim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I mentioned earlier in the episode that the characters didn't necessarily wear the colors that match their character from the game mm-hmm. in the board, like Miss Scarlet's wearing a green dress. Right. But you don't get to see all of their vehicles, but their vehicles matched the character's color. Which is really strange. Colonel Mustard drove a 1954 Cadillac Series 62, mm-hmm. a yellow if a yellow one. If I didn't say that, Miss White drove a black and white 1950 MG TD convertible. Miss <laughs> Peacock drove a blue 1952 Packard 200 Deluxe Club sedan. <laughs> God, cars back then just did not have a name that rolled off the tongue, you know. Mister Green drove a green 1951 Plymouth Cranbrook. And Miss Scarlet drove... Oh, there's two more cars. Miss Scarlet drove a 1946 Red Lincoln Continental. And Professor Plum drove a purple 1949 Pontiac Streamliner Station Wagon. Nice. Yeah. The, that whole first scene is shot so dark anyway, I couldn't even really tell. Yeah, I couldn't tell that that car was purple. Mm-mm. Or even that Miss Scarlet's was red. You'd think that would stand out. I'd yeah. have to look one more time, but... All right, so according to an interview with writer and director Jonathan Lynn, after the screening on the 25th anniversary of the movie's release, Carrie Fisher was originally cast as Miss Scarlet. I was going to guess Miss Scarlet. Mm-hmm. You know who I thought that part was really intended for? Who? Susan Sarandon. You they said look so that. Much, they look so much alike. Well, Carrie Fisher didn't get to do the movie. She was cast like she was up and ready to go, but she ended up in rehab for drug addiction. Oh, four days before filming started and Fisher called Lynn and agreed to work furlough, which received approval for, from her clinicians. 
but it was vetoed by the production's insurance company, so it forced the director to dismiss her from the project, and Leslie Warren was cast as a last-minute replacement. Wow. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that movie would have done better with her in there because she had Star Wars fame. Right? I, I don't know. I mean, Christopher Lloyd was coming off hot of Back to the Future, mm-hmm. and it didn't do anything. That's true. So it's hard to say. Wow. So the entire house is a set, except for the mm-hmm. ballroom, which was filmed on location in a mansion in Pasadena, California. The main set was then bought by Aaron Spelling, who used it as the Carlton Hotel on Dynasty. Really? Mm-hmm. So in an example to de- uh, an example to an attention to detail, mm-hmm. the secret passages in the movie, if you're a diehard Clue board game player, the... Passages in the movie match the passages on the board game. So the kitchen leads to the study and the conservatory leads to the lounge. I've always wondered that too. Mm-hmm. I just never really put it together. Yep. Though this movie's performance at box office was disappointing, it has since developed a cult following. Mm-hmm. So you it does that. say that. We talked about the singing telegram. Um, let's see what else. Cause I, there's a lot. There's so much to this, but I only want to cover a couple of things. Um, okay, so if you want to know where the cut is, like where the endings, the different endings start, mm-hmm. the movie is all those, the same up until when Wadsworth cuts the power to the house. When he's like, when he reenacts turning the power mm-hmm. off again, it represents the point of divergence of the endings. Okay. So that's where the movie starts to do. Because you, I think you asked that. You're like, when does it start changing? That's the point. When the lights go off. And back on, that's to signal that the new ending has started. Okay. So, Jennifer Jason Lee, Hey! Demi Moore, and Madonna were considered for the role of Yvette. Really? Mm-hmm. Eager to earn the part, Colleen Camp went to her audition in a low-cut French-made costume showing off a lot of cleavage. In a 2013 BuzzFeed retrospect, uh, retrospective, writer and director Jonathan Lynn admitted that although he was impressed with Colleen's comedic acting skills, it was her well-endowed figure that won him over. <laughs> she looks the part. I mean, she had big old boobies. I don't know babies. if Madonna... Madonna would have been like like, like a virgin Madonna, too. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Who else did you Demi say? Jennifer Moore. Yeah, I, I don't could see that. not see that. And then Jennifer Jason Lee. She'd have been so young. I don't know. I, I just don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I guess Colleen Camp. They got it right. Yeah. All right. So talking about how long it must have take taken to film all of the running around and stuff. There was actually a fourth ending scripted and shot for this movie in which Wadsworth committed all of the murders out of a twisted need for perfection in his life. He reveals that he poisoned everyone with a slow acting toxin in their drinks. And it ended with Wadsworth being killed by the dogs as he attempted to escape by car from the house. The rather grim nature of the ending is probably why it was never released It was never shown because the filmmakers thought that the ending would have been too obvious. It only survives in the novelization and in the storybook, which features a single photo from that ending. Wow. Mm -hmm. 
That would have been a crazy ending to see, honestly. Like, you think you're going to get a real, like, winner of the game. Because mm-hmm. that's, like, playing Clue. Right. And then Wadsworth was the one that right. did it all and got away with all of it. And to think that he invited them there just to lock them in and play this sick game. Mm-hmm. Makes it a lot darker. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and it really is a horror film. Mm-hmm. At one point, Professor Plum says they only have 15 minutes until the police arrive. And exactly 15 minutes later, the evangelicist rings the doorbell. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. I don't know if I want to read this one. It's so freaking long. Uh, let me see. Blah, blah, blah. It's the... It's yeah. about the fourth ending of the film, but it's like long i'll probably save that for off off cam off mic whatever so there was actually more film for this movie that just didn't go into production oh yeah that's what i'm trying to find um i want to know how long yeah how long this here we go to do these scenes for tim curry originally there were endings in which each character killed off everyone once and then an ending where they all did it so there was an ending where it was Professor Plum, Mr. Green, Colonel Mustard, like uh-huh. for each character. And then another ending where it was everybody, which is kind of what it did. You know, Mr. Body, that last yeah. ending. Uh, the final cut would have made the movie over two and a half hours long. And writer <laughs> and director Jonathan Lynn thought it was a bit excessive. Hence the three endings that are in the final cut. So are there other ones out there where they ever shot? Just the fourth one. Where Tim Curry killed everybody. Wow. I need to read to see the other endings, though. Like, Colonel Mustard well, has to be awful. I'll read this long one when we're off of here. I just said that. Okay. But, um, ooh, I'll give you a couple more because there was a lot of good stuff in here. The screams that were heard by the characters uh, when they rush into the billiard room mm-hmm. were not calling camp. Remember when she's screaming about yeah. the cognac? Yeah, that wasn't calling camp screaming. That's Leslie Warren screaming. Uh, she's they, good at it. They used it from when it was the scene where the dead body of the cook, mm-hmm. they took that scream. So that's reused three it. times. That, that scene or the sounds from that scene are used three times in the movie. That's how you know a scream's good when you can reuse it. Mm-hmm. The conclusion, and I'll I'll go ahead and end with this one because I could just keep going. The conclusion of ending C, the third one, where everyone does it, did it, and Wadsworth is found out to be Mr. Body, is the only one which gives a version of the classic answer from the Clue board game about who killed Mr. Body. It's when Mr. Green says, I did, in the (laughs) hall with the revolver. That is the classic, if you've ever played the game of Clue, you know you have Mm -hmm. to announce it in a certain order. That is the only time that it is said. And then what's he finished with? I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. Shake, rarely rope. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, shoo. That's how you end the movie. Shake, rattle, and roll? Yeah. Or (laughs) just going home and having sex. Yeah. That's how I would end every movie. (laughs) Like Batman conquers the Joker. It's like your calling card. Yeah. It's like um, it's like a Michael Bay film when he has an explosion. It's just ending with someone going home to just, you know, knock boots. Or uh, what's his name? Why can't I think of uh, Mark Wahlberg? Tell your mother I said hi. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's your calling card. It's, I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. <laughs> and it's funny that he says that because the whole movie they thought he was gay. And then, because mm-hmm. yeah. he says the one line, uh, they call me a plant. And Scarlett's yeah. like, I thought men like you were called a fruit. <laughs> Like I, you can't, that's that's not PC anymore, but (laughs) yeah. Hey, it's better than, uh, blazing saddles or whatever. You cannot, (laughs) you can't do anything with blazing saddles. That's just a movie that has to be lost to time now. Oh my God. Which sucks because Gene Wilder's so, he's such a fun person. And then in that movie, he's like a, like a drunk, uh, a drunk (laughs) drunk. gunslinger. (laughs) Okay, let's rate this movie. Holy cow. First thing we're going to rate it on is the look and feel. Nope. Rewatch. This is a rewatch. I'm giving this a solid five. I figured you would. I'm going <laughs> to give it a solid three. Okay. I do like watching it. It's just, I have to be in the mood to watch it. God, it doesn't matter when, if it's rainy out, if it's fall out. I don't care. I'll just put on that movie. I love Clue, and I yes, I do I'm, think it's a good. I do think it's one of those good rainy day movies. I am one of those annoying people that quote this stupid thing from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. I try not. I try so hard not to, but there's just some lines Talk I throughout can't, the whole movie. I can't help it. It's so good. <laughs> Out of all the movies we watch that you don't watch, <laughs> you this is the one like you know like start to finish. Yeah, and, <laughs> it is. <laughs> and we try to watch a lot of movies, and you just don't finish them. Well, I don't know. I just, I don't know <laughs> my attention span. All right. So then the next thing we're going to rate it on is the look and feel. Oh, wait, is it look and feel? Yeah. Isn't it the last thing? No. Is it? Yeah. And then the legacy. <laughs> God, why am I so ready to talk about how it looks? Legacy. The legacy. Um, so this is weird because the board game came out first. Mm-hmm. And then the movie was made. And Remember when we saw Scooby Clue? There's so many versions of the board game. Clue, I know. I, I wanted that one so bad. But I will admit it's not because of the movie Clue, even though it may have helped with. A, it's not know, because of the movie Clue. Some of the, uh, I don't know, interest in the board game. But looking at just the movie itself. <sighs> <laughs> I hate this because I love the movie and I know they say there's a cult following. Honestly, I've not found a ton of people. I guess a two. And I'm only giving you a, a, a two because of the board game. It's hard to say what influenced what going forward. Like all these remakes of the board game Clue. Did any of them have anything to do with the movie? I right, don't know. and that's not taking anything away from this movie. It's just, it's gotten lost to time. Mm-hmm. And it didn't do well at theaters. That really hurts a movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you can have movies that make a huge comeback, but that's at, like, home video, and I don't know if this movie did that. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't pull numbers after the fact, so. Right. Okay, last thing we're going to rate it on. Look, film, <laughs> music. look and feel. <laughs> I'll give that a five. A oh, five. you're just going straight to five. Yeah, it's... I know it's set in the 50s. I like the music. I think the costumes are really good. The acting in this movie is really good. Mm-hmm. I think the characters, they've really got them. Uh, Michael McKean, I don't think you could have got another person to play Mr. Green. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, 
even though I like airheads too. Don't forget that we've covered. I know I didn't put it on the list, but I do know Mm -hmm. that I do like, um, Carrie Fisher, but I'm glad that Miss Scarlet was played by who she was played by. Mm -hmm. Uh, a girl was more, uh, Carrie Fisher, I think would have been like too cute about things. That girl kind of felt sleazy at parts. It was really yes. good. That was good acting. Well, all the characters were just like caricatures of themselves. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> that the movie almost feels like a theater production. Like if you slap, it does. If you slap those people on a stage, I'd watch it still. Which makes sense because Christopher Lloyd is more known for being a guy from like theater. Broadway or something. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, not Broadway, but yeah, theater. Okay. Well. Yeah, look and feel. I'll, I will also give it a five if you're yeah, going to go that de- strong. I'm definitely going to go. Well, what were you going to give it? A five. <laughs> See, I'm judging me. <laughs> overall. My overall. Overall, this movie's. I'm still, I'm going to give it a five, even though I know that's not the true overall rating of what I just gave it. But in my heart, it's a five. Okay. So you are <laughs> going from the heart. Yeah, I am. Okay. Because I'm going to give it a three and a half. Okay. Did you enjoy it? I love before we were together. Like, yeah, did you like I've it? I've always liked Clue. We owned it on VHS. Okay. I don't know if it's just one of those like if you see your partner enjoying something, you're like, oh, that makes no. me happy. Oh, okay. No, you no, don't no, like no, me. No. At all. I like the movie. <laughs> you just don't like me. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, Clue's always been a movie where um, you forget you own it. Mm-hmm. And then you see it on the shelf. You're like, man, I should watch Clue. I'll watch Clue. Mm-hmm. It's because you see them in all these other movies that they are like more known for. Like, obviously, Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Or Tim Curry. It was like Annie. Mm-hmm. And then Rocky Horror in the 90s. And then by that time, he's already done like Home Alone 2 and stuff like that. It. It. Let, lest we forget. <laughs> we can't forget it but it didn't come out on vhs until way later oh well so but it was always on tv yeah he and he also started moving into like the realm of tv like all them did that might be why tim curry's in uh that episode of roseanne i never even put that together he's in it with uh colonel mustard oh martin mole yeah hmm. i never put that together until just now look at that Mm-hmm. look at me putting the clues together Oh, mm. might be a red herring. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this week's episode. No, it ain't. Uh, it's not. Uh-uh. If you were one of the clue characters, who would you be? Who'd you always play as? We got to add that to this. Who? Okay. Truthfully, I hate, I hate this is my answer, but it's the truth. I was Miss Scarlet. <laughs> really? Yes. Okay. I Can you get, you want to try or to guess Professor mine? Plum. That's how I always played as. I loved Professor Plum. He was my favorite on the board. No, I was either Miss Scarlet or um, uh, maybe. I can tell you my least favorite character on the board. Mr. Green. Nope. Was mine. Oh, really? Yeah. Mine was Colonel Mustard. Was it Colonel Mustard? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I always liked the look of Miss Peacock's card. Yeah. Always. I think Miss White was the white-haired old lady, wasn't she? Uh Okay, I've got those mixed up. But, hmm, yeah, I always play as Miss Scarlet, of course. And when we played, we had, like, this old 
my mom, it was my mom and dad's uh, clue game. So this is like from like the fifties and sixties. Mm-hmm. And that board was um, phenomenal. I don't know whatever happened to it, but I would give anything to have that. I know. I don't. Do we own Clue us as a couple? Mm-hmm. Okay, we do. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I bought Clue. It's of course like a new, new version, but just say new right. Clue. New Clue, <laughs> Cluedo. Yeah, we Clue with it. <laughs> okay, can we finish this episode now? Oh yeah. yeah okay, right. <laughs> we'll finish this episode, and then we'll see you guys next week. Stick around for a sneak peek. Please have a good week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Next week on the Retro Club. This is one of the most awkward things about this movie is Johnny Depp just wearing a shirt that's halved. It's called a crop top, John. Can we not call it a crop top <laughs> if He's it's a dude? Wearing a crop top. <laughs> it's this was a thing in the eighties. So I can't even say nothing because my mom put me in a freaking mesh crop top. <laughs> we went to Santa Claus Land, which is now Holiday World. That's I was how old I am. What you just rattled Santa Claus Land off, man? Like, I was this. I don't know what it is. My sisters loved him in this movie in his really? gray sweatpants with the crop top. I'm not calling it a crop top. It's a half cut shirt. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, we already came across this in Sleepaway Camp. We had the shortiest shorts and crop tops. Yeah, it was just a thing. It got hot. <laughs> it got hot. <laughs> you got, the one day a, a man put on a, a crop top and said, they're on to something. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think we got it. Yep, I I have no problems, you. <laughs> or someone was like, I have too much shirt. <laughs> I want the middle part, the belly. <laughs> yeah. No, they didn't want the middle part, the belly. That's why they got rid of it. They did. They said, get rid of it. And then... <laughs> Yeah, they looked in the mirror and said, I see nothing wrong. And they're like, <laughs> I look tough. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go hit some dingers, fellas. Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Megan Harris. Research is by John and Megan Harris. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Slasher at RetroClubPod. Or visit our website at RetroClubPod.com for episode information and more. You can listen to The Retro Club on Podbean, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcast, and more. Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe, or we'll find you.